What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the table. It's your boy, Antonio Padilla, as always. Uh, with me is Cliff Miller. Say what's up, Cliff. What's up, what's up? There he is, there he is. Uh, swag is not with us today. He's doing swag stuff. Uh, but be sure to keep an eye out on his YouTube channel. He's going to be dropping some of his uh, trademark uh, Swagtastic mixtapes coming up soon. So be on the lookout for that. He's always got great jams on them. But yeah, so uh, it's just going to be me and Cliff. It's a Antonio and Cliff episode. We haven't done one of these in a while. So burr, 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 <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know how we do it. Uh, also, remember to drink your water, people. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Yeah, I got, got my glass next important. to me, too. Yeah, right on. See? There you go, guys. <laughs> grab grab a glass of water and strap yourselves in, because we, we got some pretty cool stuff to talk about this week. And, uh, oh, sorry. That was me taking a drink of water. Um, as of this recording, it is Sunday, October 13th, which is uh, my mom and dad's anniversary. So, happy anniversary to them. Without them, I wouldn't be here. So, happy anniversary. So That's right. Uh, big ups to my mom and dad. <laughs> But yeah, so, yeah, we are recording on Sunday, and hopefully we will have this up by Monday, but either way, I want to give a shout-out to my mom and dad. So, there you I'm go. I want to give a shout-out. All right. So. <laughs> there you go, Clint. <laughs> Make it sound like a whiny kid. It's like, I want a shout-out. <laughs> no, um, give a big shout-out to my friend uh, Chris and his new bride, Tori. They actually just got married oh. last night on the 12th, so... It was big oh, fun. that's right, yeah. Yeah, I forgot you were at that wedding, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to the... To the bride and groom. Yeah. That's always, you know, enjoy this uh, this adventure you're about to embark. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, Cliff. We got some trailers to talk about at the top, as we do. Do we? Uh, we got, it's funny, this first thing that we, I want to talk about, it's like I heard about it a while ago, and I never, I don't think we ever reported on it on the show. Uh, so, and we got our first, it's not really a trailer, it's like a full-blown clip, but I mean, this is the only piece of promotion I've seen for it, so... We're going to lump it in with trailers. Uh, we got our first look at the Deathstroke animated series that is coming to CW Seed. Uh, if you don't know what that is, that's, uh, as you can guess by the name, it's associated with the CW, but it's a streaming service where they create sort of um, original content that does not air on the CW network. Uh, but it, it, it's all still very cool stuff. Like, that's where the Vixen animated series, which is in canon with the Arrowverse, uh, that series was on CW Seed. They also did the Ray Freedom Fighters, which, again, is in canon with the CW Arrowverse. Uh, I don't think this Deathstroke one is in canon because, number one, the, it's not Manu Bennett. And, uh, you know, I don't I, 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 I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, this... This, this clip that we got was pretty cool. I mean, it shows you just how much they can get away with on the, the CW seed. Um, Cliff, you saw this, right? I saw... I'm, I'm assuming it's the same thing that you saw. Was it the, mm -hmm. the scene about the dictator? Yes. 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 That, that is the one. I have witnessed. It was amazing. When, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Especially since it starts with uh, Deathstroke. He's just completely cl covered in blood. <laughs> Which, again... Like I said, it shows how much they can get away with by doing these. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, what, uh, do you have any any thoughts, any highlights on, on this? Are you are you excited for this, Cliff? Yeah, um, I think my favorite part was the fact that Deathstroke, uh, pretty much just let it be known, he's just like, I'm a mercenary, I'm not an idiot, and you can hire yeah. me, but it's not going to matter. <laughs> and uh, he showed that off. He showed exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the part, yeah, yeah. part right at the end where he's like, and there's the thing about my fee. And uh, the general, like, nodded his head. He just put bullets at everybody. He's like, which I'm yes. so happy to pay. 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You will. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. That was probably my favorite part as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Like I said, there, there was basically just a whole scene that they showed us. Um, but it was pretty dope. So if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, I posted it on the Nerds Facebook page. If you're not following us on there, uh, please do so because, you know, we post all this stuff up there for you guys to see as well. Shout outs to all the people who have been following us on Facebook lately. You know, I see you. I see all of you from all over the place, all over the country, all over the world. We appreciate it. We couldn't do this without you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for this show. Um, I'm definitely going to be checking out. I check out all the animated series they do on CW Seed. It's always... They're, they're always great. They had a Constantine one as well with Matt Ryan as the voice of John Constantine. So that's pretty cool. That was also very, very, very awesome. But yeah, Deathstroke uh, coming soon. I don't think there's a date on it yet, but, you know, we will report on that uh, as it develops. So, yeah, you know, stay tuned. Uh, we also got a new trailer for Rick and Morty season four. Uh, debuts November 10th. So that's next month. Uh, <laughs> this trailer, <laughs> man. Um, Super crazy, uh, as you would expect from a, a Rick and Morty trailer. Um, yeah, uh, the one thing that I, I will say that threw me for a loop with this trailer was uh, they say that uh, there's only five episodes this season as opposed to the ten that we normally get. I mean, they do crack a joke about it. They say, what is it, half the season you deserve, but all the season we could handle. <laughs> but I'm, I'm curious if that just means five, five episodes at first, and then they'll go on hiatus and then come back. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, either way, this trailer, <laughs> there's so much craziness going on in it. A uh, couple of great lines. Um, the Akira reference. You know, we got an Akira-type uh, situation going on behind the mall. That was great. I like that. Because <laughs> I, I love Akira. That's one of my favorite animes of all time. If you've, never, if you've never seen it, I don't know what to say. You're missing out. Check it out. Um, yeah, there's just some really cool stuff in this trailer. A lot of great visuals. A lot of stuff, like the dry, dark sense of humor that you would expect from Rick and Morty. It's all on display here. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. Uh, I'm still excited. I've never not been excited about the show coming back. So, yeah, man, I can't wait for it to come back. Uh, Cliff, you have not seen the trailer, correct? Not only have I not seen a trailer, I... Not that I... I'm one of those. I haven't seen an episode, so yeah. I'm one of those few. Not because I don't want to understand. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to understand. I am like I've been super. I'm always super busy, and so when I try to catch a yeah. couple TV shows, couple episodes of something, like it's a huge win for me. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> unfortunately, Rick and Morty is one of those shows that's taken a backseat. Now, I will admit, I have seen um, like clips of the show and i'm very much a fan mm-hmm. it's just unfortunately i haven't been able to sit down and watch full episodes yeah. yet yeah 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 that's understandable you know like i i always say on the show man cliff you're super busy it's it's crazy that you manage to do what you do anyways but <laughs> yeah yeah man i hear you i hear you i'm not gonna hold it against you although uh you know some of the listeners might they will but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i do support the show but i have uh, to put it no, out there I, yeah, yeah. But I, I will say this, man. If you, you know, uh, try and carve some time out because the show, the show is hilarious. And I know you would love it as much as I do because, you know, you and I have similar tastes and definitely have similar senses of humor. Right. You know, I, I know you would dig it a lot. Uh, Swag is also a big show, a uh, big fan of this show. Uh, I know he saw the trailer and he freaked out over it. Yeah, again, like, you know, he's not here, but I kind of wish he was because, you know, he's, he's a big fan of all this stuff too, but. You know he's a busy boy as well. He's gotta he's gotta keep up his YouTube presence. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> we miss you, swag. Get back, come back soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Rick and Morty trailer. 
check it out. Again, it's on the Nerds uh, Facebook page, but you know you can check it out on YouTube and whatnot. Uh, let us know what you think. Are you excited for the show? I know I am. <laughs> so, yeah, we got we got a lot of really cool stuff to talk about today. Let's talk about something that really blew my mind this week, and I know it kind of sent the internet into a frenzy, uh, as it should have. I believe that was the desired result. Uh, as you know, the CW is gearing up for a crisis on Infinite Earths this year as their big uh, annual crossover, and they keep dropping uh, bombshells left and right. I know they're still filming it right now. Uh, that's how that's how big it is. Like, they've been filming for the last two weeks, I believe. And usually when they do these crossovers, they only shoot for about one week. So, you know, take that. Take that as you as you however you want to. <laughs> but so I tweeted about this the day this photo came out and you can find it on my Twitter. And, and this is 100% true. I, I, I woke up super early that day. I think I woke up at like 6 a.m. And, um, you know, I'm not going to get too heavy on you guys right now, but like I, I suffer from depression real bad. And that morning I woke up, it was like I said, it was 6 a.m. And I was just, I could feel the depression coming back. Like, I was miserable, and I was just, like, thinking to myself, like, oh, man, everything sucks. My life sucks. This is, t-. like, you know, like, I was just in the in the pit of despair, like, for real. And then <laughs> this photo pops up, and I can't tell you just how quickly it shifted my mindset and my mood. Uh, and, and I'm just telling you all this because, like, this is this is how big this was. Like, it, it, it rattled that, you know, the, the, the child in me who grew up uh, watching the superhero movies and stuff that, that I had growing up, that me and Cliff both had when we were growing up. So if you haven't seen it already, and you probably have, because like I said, it blew up all over the internet, uh, there was a photo released from the set of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, and it's the Gotham City Gazette, a new, the newspaper, with the headline, uh, Wayne Tech CEO Bruce Wayne to marry socialite Selena Kyle. Now that's pretty cool, but the thing that sort of broke everybody's brain is the photo that's on the front page. And it is a photo of none other than Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Now, you can imagine how the 90s kid in me immediately like perked up and went into a frenzy when he saw this. <laughs> like like I said, like I was in the pit of despair. My depression was setting in again. And then I saw this image and that completely went away. Like I I can't even tell like the I'm trying to contain myself right now from just going off the rails but like that's exactly how i was when i saw this and you know i immediately had to like you know retweet it and you know post it everywhere posted it on the nerds facebook page um cliff what did you think when you saw this um i was like shut the fuck up (laughs) that was my reaction i was like that was legitimately his reaction (laughs) I was like, this is fucking crazy. It was like, the more you start seeing it, the more, like, the the bigger it's getting and the crazier. Yeah. We're like, all right, can I get Christian Bale now? <laughs> Just <laughs> let me get that one, too. And then, it's like, you might as well. Might, might as, well as well put him in there. <laughs> shoot for the moon. Let me yeah. get Gal Gadot. I want her in the show now. I was like, if we're yeah. going to go that big, let's, let's just go bigger. Let's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like even uh, some of us were talking about because like Grant Gustin's Flash is going to be in there. John Wesley Ship is coming back uh, again. We don't know if he's playing Jay Garrick or Earth ninety Barry Allen or both. Um, and even we were like, you know what? Why not get Ezra Miller? Like, why not just throw him in there? It'd be awesome. <laughs> so yeah, man. Like like you were saying, man. Like when when I saw that photo, it was like I already knew we were in for something special and something like huge. But yeah, just like you were saying, man, it was like it kind of really made you 
understand like the scale and the scope that they're going for with this thing and yeah man like i it's getting harder and harder for me to contain my excitement i'm gonna be honest yeah it's it's insane all of this stuff is insane i'm still waiting for like i'm waiting for them to come out and just be like oh by the way just let you know chris o'donnell is coming back too like come (laughs) on come on like are you serious like of course (laughs) like let's let's be honest if they announced that we'd be like of course he is (laughs) <laughs> like at this point um but yeah and it's like talking to talking to other fans and whatnot like i i suddenly realized we still haven't even seen uh images or anything about certain people that we do know are in the crisis uh, the cro- crisis crossover like we still haven't even seen kevin conroy right which, and we know he's in it you know and we've seen photos of a lot of other people like you know we saw we did get our first official behind the scenes photo of Cress Williams as Black Lightning, they're on the Wave Rider with all the other heroes, and it's like, yeah, this is really happening, man. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, but like, we haven't seen Kevin Conroy. We haven't seen. Uh, oh, and speak. I was gonna say we haven't seen Burt Ward yet, but we did actually. We saw our first photo. Of, did you see it, Cliff? I I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it, it's crazy because he's wearing. Um, He's wearing a sweater, right? But the sw- the colors are the robin colors. It's red. <laughs> uh, it's got this crazy like V going down it, down the middle, and it's like yellow, black, and green. And like like you get it, it's the robin colors. But like I started to look at, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but the V that goes down the chest kind of looks like the Nightwing logo. And I was like, is that like you know? Because I was like, is that a reference to Adam? Because w- Adam West used to say. His Batman was not the Dark Knight. He was the Light Knight. And I was like, oh, is that supposed to be like Daywing or something like that? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I'd be pre- that'd be pretty cool if that's what that was. But yeah, so we we there is a photo of Burt Ward uh, floating around. And he's got a dog with him as well. So I'm like, looking at it right Ace? now, actually. Is that Ace the Bathound? Ah, there you go. Yeah. What do you think, man? I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't it just kind of bring a smile to your face like yeah there he is hey look at him <laughs> yeah yeah man it's crazy man i i don't know you know like i i know what crisis is crisis on infinite earth but like i have no idea what exactly we're in for you know like what the berlanti and his crew are cooking up for us but i'm excited i'm so excited right now it's so <laughs> any cool, final so. thoughts cliff no i'm just excited i just i can't wait for the first couple of, i can't wait for the first episode i'm I will sit and watch this. I will make. I will carve all the time out just for this, <laughs> this, uh, this series. Just because like all the names that are attached to it, it's like you can't miss this. Like this has to be the time where you sit down. And you're like, yeah. I will watch all of this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how I feel too. Um, and not even like if I even if I were like you, it's like I've never really like I haven't watched every single episode of every single show. Like if I found out this was happening, I'd be like, yeah, I'm definitely watching that. Like for sure. Uh, you'd be crazy not to you know what i mean yeah definitely i don't think yeah i don't think they've ever attempted anything on this scale certainly not on television prior to this so (laughs) yeah man i can't wait what's that speaking of who's directing all of this um each episode has a different director uh i'm not sure who's lined up to do each one you're probably looking up right now i'm only wondering because Mm -hmm. I found it interesting that I didn't know Kevin Smith directed a few episodes mm-hmm. of uh, Supergirl, so I was just curious to see. He's if directed he was... multiple episodes of The Flash and Supergirl. Yeah, I was wondering if he's gonna do an episode of Crisis. 
Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think so. He hasn't mentioned it. Um, you know, and if he were, I know he'd be up there working on it right now. So I don't right. I don't think I don't think he is because I know he's gearing up for the Jane Silent Bob reboot tour that they're about to go on. So Which yeah, I'm I don't, buying I don't tickets for. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm gonna be there for sure. Um but yeah, no, I don't I don't think he to my knowledge, I don't think he's ever directed um uh, any part of any of the crossovers. So far. that sucks. Uh, he needs to be there. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he has a cameo. You know, like if he like I guarantee you he's probably gonna show up somewhere. Yeah. Um yeah. Like he might he might be in the crossover somewhere. But I don't I don't know if he's actually working on it, like creatively. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um... It's just it's it's huge, man. I and that's also it's funny you bring that up because that's um, they've actually talked about this going back to Crisis on Earth X, which was two years ago. They wanted to edit all four of those episodes into one giant like TV movie, but because each episode has a different director and they each have different writers, um, like according to like Directors Guild and Writers Guild, uh, the rules or whatever, it's like. They they couldn't do that because you would have to you would have to credit everybody uh, you know it be, it becomes a thing over who gets credit for what and it's like it's just too complicated and people were saying are you guys going to do that for crisis and they pretty much just said the exact same thing it's like we want to we would love to but you know there's so many rules in place that you know having to credit everybody for everything it's just it's too much of a hassle which sucks because I think they could re- that would be really cool if they did that like if they could just edit all the stuff into one like one event and just have you sit down and watch it all in one night or whatever that would be pretty cool so. yeah but yeah unfortunately it, it just doesn't look like that's gonna happen for well, whatever reason it, it makes me laugh because I actually just watched um Kevin Smith did a thing on YouTube for mm-hmm. I think it was Wired. I'm not sure where he dissected a scene from Jay and Simon Bob the reboot, and yeah. uh, he was talking about the scene with Melissa Benoit where um, yeah. they shot a canister at her and she caught it. And she, yeah. I guess, during the film, she goes, "This seems awfully familiar." And Kevin Smith goes, "I know, because we just did this six months ago at Supergirl." <laughs> and I think, of, yeah, I was like, "Yo, like, I wonder if he's gonna do Crisis because that would be super cool to like." You're including him too, because obviously he's like a he's a huge name in the comic world. Now, just yeah. that's why I was asking that question, because I was like, this story was hilarious. Actually, I've watched yeah. I've watched all of his interviews for Jane Bob the reboot, mm-hmm. and there's so many interesting things coming out of it right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Did you hear about? Like, uh, um, we didn't even talk about it, because um, we talked about when the trailer was revealed, and I was like. Did you see who's playing the new Chronic? That's our girl, Melissa Benoist. I totally forgot to even mention, like, did you see who's the the new Blunt Man? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Val Kilmer. It's Batman. <laughs> yeah, which is brilliant. <laughs> I was well, like, of course. Like, why wouldn't you try and get a former Batman? <laughs> like, so you got him. Like, that, that's pretty dope. Did you hear the story about how that happened? <laughs> I did not. So Please they're in me. New. Please tell me right now. <laughs> so, so they're in New Orleans, uh, filming yeah. a couple scenes, mm-hmm. and I guess he had got into New Orleans, and he found out that they were filming the the new James Bond Bob movie. So he called. I think he called Kevin Smith's people who got hold of him, and then they put them together. Oh wow! And Val Kilmer, I guess he I... came on to. He called him. He told me he's like, "Hey, I have this. He had surgery for something or yeah, something yeah. happened like that." And he couldn't talk. So he's like, mm-hmm. so if you want me to be like a background back bad guy or something, he's like, I'm all for it. He's like, 
actually, I've got the perfect <laughs> person for you. And so, yeah, there you go. That's how that's how Bluntman became. Falcon. That's awesome. And he said that's it was dope. And they changed the. He said they changed the costume a little bit so that, like, the pointed ears would stick up more, so people would get that reference that. Yeah, Batman. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "This is really cool." That is cool. No, I, I had not heard that story. So thank you for enlightening me because that's awesome. Well, <laughs> so as yeah, and it, I was gonna oh, tell go you, ahead, go ahead. as a as we've talked about, like I'm a huge wrestling nerd. So mm-hmm. two weeks ago, the premiere of AEW came on uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite, and uh, Jane Silent Bob were there, Kevin Smith and Jason nice. Muse, and they were promoting the movie and. Uh, mm-hmm. It got so much coverage. They were supposed to be on SmackDown that Friday night for their premiere on Fox. And yeah. on Thursday morning, the WWE called them and said, we don't need you guys. And canceled them. Because they got so much exposure wow. on TNT. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Petty. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was just going to bring up a bit of... Um... You know, because you mentioned uh, Val Kilmer had surgery. He, he had some form of cancer. Yeah. I think it was throat cancer or something, and that's what the surgery was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, just filling in some gaps there. But, yeah, no, that's that's super crazy. It's funny how, how many people ended up in that movie just because they were like, hey, I want to be in this movie. Like, even Ben Affleck, another former Batman, <laughs> you know, he was like, he <laughs> called up Kevin's like, you're doing another Jane Bob movie? He's like, yeah. It's like, why didn't you put me in the movie? He's like, do you want to be in the movie? He's like, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how he ended up in the movie. So, you know, it's cra- it's crazy, man. Like, how many people love those movies? Um, and, like, you know, like, Cliff and I, uh, we grew up on Kevin Smith movies, like Clerks and Mallrats and uh, Dogma. Uh, Chasing, Chasing Amy, Amy was the one that I didn't really appreciate until I was older. You know, because that one's not that one doesn't really fit the sort of the stereotypical mold of those other movies. But like, I've only started to appreciate that one now. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just crazy how many people are fans of those movies, and uh, especially people who are working in the industry now. So yeah, man, I, I think it's cool, man. That's another movie I can't wait to see. When does that come out? Do we have a release date on that? Yeah, October fifteenth on Tuesday. There you go. Oh, geez. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I gotta get on that real quick. <laughs> well, like, think about it, right? So. Two weeks ago, we had Joker, right, come out. Mm-hmm. Last week, yeah, Adam's Family came out. I think mm-hmm. Adam's Family came out, and um, mm-hmm. there was another big movie that came out that time. Um, I can't remember. Uh, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. But then we have Jason Bob the reboot, and then on mm-hmm. Friday we have The Lighthouse. That's yes. out. Yeah. Oh, and Doctor Sleep yes, came out. Like it these did. Were, yeah, these were all movies we talked about. <laughs> Jesus, man. No, like I said, October is so stacked. It's getting hard for me to keep track of what's coming out. Like, Right? Oh, man. I think it's out now. It's Let getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, wait, that one already came out? Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I remember yeah, when we I'm first talked about that movie, movies. how awesome it looked. And then, like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. It comes out November yeah, 8th. Right here. So, oh, okay. Thank, thank goodness. I was like, geez, man. I know there's no way that movie came out and it got past me. <laughs> but yeah so uh you know what else is coming up cliff whether we want it to or not what's that there's a new uh there's a new matrix movie coming out yeah um, yeah we we kind of briefly talked about it uh like you know over social media and whatnot like i don't i don't think we need another matrix movie but it they're gonna make one you know so and we can't do anything to stop it 
aside from pulling a Jay and Silent Bob ourselves and going out there to, to try and stop it. <laughs> Again. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, with that, with that, we got some casting. We, we finally have some casting news in regards to said Matrix film, which is coming out. Uh, in addition to the already announced returning Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss, our boy, uh, the the boy on fire, if you will, if you'll allow me, uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. That's right, Black Manta himself just landed one of the lead roles in the the latest the latest film. Uh, uh, I'm reading from uh, an article from Variety. Matrix Four, Yahya Abdul Mateen the second lands lead role exclusive. Uh, says that he has landed one of the lead roles in the latest installment in the Matrix franchise. Sources tell Variety that director Lana Wachowski met with actors for the secret role over the last week and in recent days. Abdul Mateen emerged as the frontrunner to join Keanu Reeves and Keanu, uh, no, sorry, and Carrie Ann Moss, who will be reprising their roles in the film. Uh, Warner Brothers announced in August that a fourth movie is officially in the works. Da, da, da. Yeah, not a whole lot of um, uh, details. Uh, in addition to Wachowski, the script is also being written by Alexander Heyman? Heyman? I don't know. And David Mitchell. So, yeah, that's really all we know about the movie. What do you think about this, Cliff? What do you make of all this? I'm, I don't... Okay, I'm excited that there's mm. a movie coming out of Fourth Matrix. Mm-hmm. I'm curious in how they bring back Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves. Because, right. spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the third one, both of them died. Just yeah, they're both dead. Under. They're both dead. Super dead. Yeah. And the fact that Morpheus... Yeah, like the kind of dead... There's no... Yeah, Morpheus still alive and kicking. And it has been uh, announced. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really uh, the thing that bugged me about them announcing a fourth movie. And specifically, like, oh, yeah, Keanu and Carrie are coming back. I was like, how? Both their characters are dead. Um, but, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to, like, you know, trash the thing. Because, like, Cliff, you know how much I love The Matrix. You, you more than anybody, knows how much I love The Matrix. Oh, um, yeah. I remember you and I, like, uh, we were so hyped for The Matrix Reloaded. We, like, we cut out of school early <laughs> so we could get we could get to the show. Um, man, that was, a, that was a great day. That was a good day. Um, That's amazing. What else happened? Um, but, yeah, no, no, it's just, you know how much a fan I am. Um, but I don't know. It, it just, just to me, it always just felt like that story was done, you know? Like, it, it was over. Yep. And... You know, I understand, like, you know, we have one of the original creators coming back, and maybe she has, she had a really great idea on how to do it. You know, we won't know until we see it. Um, but regardless, I mean, you know, congratulations to Yaya. I mean, like I said, that, that boy is on fire right now. It seems like every other week I read some casting announcement and that he's joined the cast of a project that I'm probably going to check out. So, uh, oh, and also... To follow up, we reported early, early this year that he is the new Candyman. Cliff, did you know they ha- they've they already finished filming that movie? So I didn't know they finished filming that already, but yeah, I'm hyped. I didn't even know they began filming. But yeah, no, he posted on his Instagram because I follow him on Instagram. Uh, he posted like, you know, we just wrapped shooting on Candyman. I was like, what? how did you guys pull this off? I didn't even know you guys started shooting. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So like I said, man, this dude, he's everywhere now. Like. Aquaman came out and his his star is just rising like you would not believe like you know he's he's in that Watchmen series he's the new Candyman he's uh he's gonna be in this new Matrix movie which is awesome so you know 
congratulations, man. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's if people just are looking at him and being like, this is our guy, or if he's got like a really good agent. I mean, not to undercut his talent. He's super talented. I love the guy. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Whatever you do and keep doing it. <laughs> well, what, you know, what do you think, Cliff? Do, do you have anything else to say about this? Yeah, I need three people to be brought back in this movie. Very mm-hmm. important people, other than Lawrence Fishburne, like I said. Right. But Jada Pick Smith has to come back because mm-hmm. she was amazing. Um, yeah. Hugo Weaving, somehow, we have mm-hmm. to have Agent Smith back. And I need, I need Colin Chow because he yeah. was the fucking man. <laughs> he was able yeah, to he fight was, he was everybody. <laughs> I, yeah, he was dope in those movies, man. Like, uh, of all the new characters they introduced in the sequels, he was probably the coolest. He was definitely I, I the mean, coolest. You know, if you ask me. But yeah, man, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. Like, if you're gonna bring Neo and Trinity back, why not bring back Agent Smith? I mean, it's the Matrix. You can do whatever you want. Do you think? Um, but yeah. Oh, go ahead. Do you think that Neo or uh, damn it, Trinity is going to be mm-hmm. the new, um, like the all seeing person over the top? Like, like, you, think- like the new Oracle or something? Yeah. Maybe. Like- maybe. I actually had a, a theory. Uh, I- I'm going to lay this down on you because, um, you know, again, just me being the overthinking person that I am, I was like, if you're going to bring back Neo and Trinity, and we know they died, like, th- the only thing my my mind could think of is, do you think, like, they're going to be simulations like used by the machines, Like, cause that's the only thing I could think of, right? Like the machines sort of use their images to be like, Hey, look, they're still here in the matrix. And it, it's sort of like they're manipulating the humans into thinking. So that's, that's really the only thing I could think of. So I don't know. I could definitely see that. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking that Neo would have been a new architect and Trinity was a new Oracle. And like, yeah, I could, I could see that. That makes sense. Either way, I'm very interested. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, uh, you know, I wasn't really jonesing for a fourth, but I mean, if they're doing it, I'll be there. I will, be there. I will definitely be there. Well, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, funny, too, It's funny too because, like, a lot has changed since the mm-hmm. first trilogy has come out, right? Because we would have known them as uh, Lawrence and Andrew, but it's Lana Lily <laughs> yeah. now. So... Yep. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's the understatement. For sure, like a lot has changed. <laughs> it used to be the Wachowski brothers, and now it's just the Wachowskis. We love you guys. I mean, stuff, you know, by the way. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're not be, like, we're not saying that mean spirit or, or or anything like that. Like, you know, it's just like, no, yeah, you know, times have changed. <laughs> That's what it is. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, man. Speaking of uh, one Keanu Reeves franchise, let's head on over to another one. Uh, we're getting a. It looks like we're getting a spinoff. From the John Wick franchise, um, which is cool. I mean, we already knew they were looking to spin off John Wick in other mediums. Like, there's a a television series in the works called The Continental, which, if you know anything about John Wick, you know what that means. Um, we haven't heard a whole lot about that, but this week we did get the announcement that a spin off film titled Ballerina is in the works to be directed by Len Weisman. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, if you don't know who Len Weisman is, it's funny because I heard a lot. I, I I heard a lot of backlash against this, um, where people were saying, "If it's going to be a female-led film, why didn't they get a female director?" And it's like, I get it. I get it. Believe me, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Um, there are plenty of female action directors out there that could direct this film. Lexi Alexander being the the one I saw being brought up the most, and I agree with that. But keep in mind, 
Len Weissman is the man who directed uh, Underworld, starring Kate Beckinsale. You know, he directed Underworld, he directed Underworld Evolution. You know, uh, the man has a track record of working with um, strong female lead, uh, female-led action movies. So I don't see this as a problem. Honestly, I see people trying to make it a problem when it isn't one. Um, and again, like, I get it. I get that you want, you would want someone, um, you know, a female action director to do this. But I mean, ultimately, it just comes down to who was the best person for the job. And I think Len Weissman may have been it. There's not a whole lot of details, but for all we know, this could have been his story that he pitched to them. And that's why he's directing it. Uh, we don't know. Um, but the article from Deadline, this from Deadline, uh, says Lionsgate has set Lenton Weissman to direct Ballerina, an action spinoff of the lucrative John Wick franchise. Uh, the film focuses on a young female assassin who seeks revenge against the people who killed her family. The picture is on a fast track with a script from Shay Hatton, whose credits include the Zack Snyder directed Army of the Dead for Netflix and John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Uh, the female character was glimpsed in the last John Wick film, and it isn't clear at this point whether Reeves will be in the film, though if he does, it will be a cameo. Uh, Unity Phelan is in the credits of Parabellum under the character Ballerina, but I am not sure who will be the star of the spinoff. That's true. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, oh, right, because we did see the ballet school and all of that. So that makes sense that this is where this character would come out of. Uh, Cliff, I know you haven't seen the John Wick films, or maybe you have since the last time we talked about it, but um, what, what do you think about this? I, I, If you're going to keep driving money out of it, and it's a good franchise, keep it going. Mm-hmm. I don't, my yeah. only concern would be, similar to how Fast and the Furious had Hobbs and Shaw, and I know the movie did mm-hmm. well, but it wasn't really received well. Um, I'm right. just kind of worried like that might be the same thing. It might happen. But who knows, man? Um I'm more than happy to be shut down and be told, like, yeah, no, this is amazing. So I just, I, I feel like when it comes to, like, women who are, like, assassins, we have so many movies. Because I think of, like, uh, was it Red Sparrow? Is that the one with... Uh, yes. Yes, Red Sparrow. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and, it's, and then, of course, we do have um, uh, Black Widow getting ready to come out, too. You know, and I know that's mm-hmm. Disney. But it's, like, we have all these movies about these females who are driven to be, to, like, to be assassins. And it's like, we have Sucker Punch. That shit was amazing. If you can't equal that, just don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I really do. Um, although, honestly, I the idea of Len Weissman coming to play in the John Wick universe is more than enough to get me excited. Um, you know, not to say that there aren't um, concerns or maybe things that we should be cautious about. Like I said, uh, uh, he doesn't. Although I don't know, man. Like I'm looking at his credits here. I don't think he's. I don't think he's done anything that I haven't liked. He also directed Live Free or Die Hard. He direct. He directed the pilot for Swamp Thing. So I don't know. I I think he's got a proven track record, and you know this franchise has seemed to endure. <laughs> you know, like they keep doing more. Like there's going to be a John Wick four. Uh, spoiler alerts if you haven't seen John Wick three. There's definitely going to be a four. Um, but yeah, no, I I. And it looks like a lot of the same uh, creatives from the John Wick franchise. It's being produced by Chad Stahelski, who, you know, he's, he's the guy who directs the John Wick movies. Uh, so I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'm i into it. I like it. 
especially since this world is so, you know, you Cliff, you were talking about how, you know, like we've seen movies about like female assassins and what, like you even brought up Red Sparrow, which is, I get where you come to that conclusion from, like this is about a ballerina who becomes an assassin. But, you know, I think like, unless you've seen these movies, you don't really know this world because this is how I explained it to a friend of mine. And she, this was two years ago. So this would have been when John Wick Chapter 2 came out. She was only just about to watch the first John Wick movie. And she was like, you want to watch it with me? And I said, sure. So we sat down and watched it. And I was kind of uh, pointing out little hints and whatnot. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if you get it just yet because they really get into it in the second one. But it's like this world on the surface, it looks like our world, but it's not. Like these movies take place on some parallel earth where this society of assassins have taken over the world you know and they're the ones who run everything like even the cops are like you know like oh you working again john and he's like yeah just got you know had some things to work out and they see the dead bodies behind him and they're they're just like all right well you know we're just checking up on you and they go on their way (laughs) and it's like this is such a bizarre alternate reality world um and again like in chapter three you see this school and i i called it the ballet school but it's not really a ballet school it's like the girls there are learning ballet and then the boys in the very next room are practicing, you know, Greco-Roman wrestling. And it's like, clearly this is where these orphaned kids go and they're sort of shaped into these people. Um, and this is uh, spoiler alert. Again, you find out this is where John came from as well. Um, there's a lot of world building going on in these movies, which is why I think this movie could be something special where Yes, it may be familiar on on a surface level, but at the same time, it could end up being something totally unique. Um, that's just okay. my take on it, though. Again, we don't really have a whole lot of details on this movie. We just kind of got the announcement. But yeah, that's that's where I come down. Um, I'm excited. Cliff, I really urge you, you to check out the John Wick movies. I think you'd really like those as well. And I think I, think I will. I will check it out just so I can kind of get into it. Because I know a lot of yeah. people... And, Mind you, I am all about these movies. I just haven't been yeah. able to sit down and watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, and, and that's really what, what I'm saying. It's like, I think maybe try and make some time to, you know, to, to check them out. Because, again, I know you I miss Keanu Reeves doing what he does best. So I feel like all my favorite Keanu Reeves movies, though, are when he mm-hmm. doesn't know what's going on. And he just, like, cruises through yeah. the movie. Because <laughs> I love The Matrix, Point Break, mm-hmm. Bill and Ted. Yes. Of course, speed. Point Break is such an underrated, like, classic. I mean, I know it has, like, its fan base, but, like, I just rewatched that movie over the summer, and it's like, it still holds up, man. That movie's right? great. It's just like, it's just like, because when I feel like he knows what things are going on, I'm like, I'm not really into the movie. Like, I, I'm one of the <laughs> few that like the day after, uh, the day the Earth stood still. The day after tomorrow. Oh, yeah, the day the, day the Earth stood still. Yeah, I'm a fan of that movie. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people aren't, and they're like, why are, why are you a fan of it? I was like, because Keanu makes me a fan of it, because he doesn't know what's going yeah. on, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> but then he hurts people. Yeah, no, I, I like that movie, too. Uh, that movie's awesome. The Daily Sit Still. Although, look, like, people on the internet, calm down. I love the original, all right? I'm a me huge too. fan of the original. But I liked the remake as well, so, you know. I'll be honest. I'm a fan of the radio program. Because mm-hmm. I don't know of a program ever 
to make people believe that aliens were really landing on Earth, that they went out with shotguns and rakes and torches to fight the aliens. I'm like, that is a miracle for you. If you don't know, we put a program on the radio that made people yeah. believe aliens were landing on Earth and they wanted to fight the aliens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wasn't that World of the Worlds, though? No, that was World of Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, no, that that really (laughs) happened, people. If you don't know, that really happened. (laughs) Could you imagine what would happen? I love that. Imagine if they did a radio program with Red Dawn like that. Oh yeah, dude, that would have that would have messed people up for sure. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, man, that would have definitely had a similar effect. I guarantee you. Little orphan Annie wouldn't stand a chance. (laughs) No. Oh, man, I miss eh, such a simpler time. I kind of miss those days. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's take a quick break uh, to hear a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back, folks. All right. We are back. Uh, Cliff, um, I know we, t- we spoke about this a little bit before we started recording, but um, the Terminator is available on MK mk11 right now you were unaware of this so uh you you haven't gotten your hands-on experience with the character yet but you will soon correct oh we talking in like hours i will <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i did get to to get my hands on it and uh let me tell you it does not disappoint um it's pretty it's pretty cool um there's uh there's one thing I want to talk about specifically, and it's not even really gameplay related. Uh, I'll let Swag get into that when he gets back, and hopefully, you know, Cliff will will have had some hands-on experience with it, and he can talk about it as well. Uh, but Cliff, do you remember uh, maybe a month or two ago, you and I were talking about Terminator Dark Fate, and I kind of revealed to you some information that my people gave me about, uh, all right, I'm going to give everybody out there a spoiler alert. If you don't want to know this, uh, skip ahead like maybe two minutes. Uh, Yeah, so spoiler alert, five, four, three, two, one. So, Cliff, if you remember, I told you that my people on the inside gave me some information about just how much things have changed in Terminator Dark Fate and how there is no Skynet anymore, but Skynet has been replaced by something else called Legion. Uh, Do you remember me telling you that, Cliff? Yes. All right. So imagine my, I don't know if it's necessarily surprise, but um, in Mortal Kombat 11, there's a dialogue exchange between the Terminator and, oh, what is the name of that character? The the insect character. Oh, Devora. Devora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she straight up says that her people, she says this to the Terminator, she says her people and Legion can coexist. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> like this just ba- this just confirms everything that my people told me, and now I'm like, oh man, that means everything else they told me is legit as well. I'm not gonna say everything else because those are much bigger spoilers. But Cliff, you know, because I told you, <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah, and it's this the moment I heard her straight up name drop Legion, I was like, oh wow, like. Because I immediately thought, like, were they supposed to put that in the game or what? Because I can't imagine they wanted that out this early. And it's funny because Swag was telling me he saw um, on YouTube somebody else who was uploading gameplay footage. Someone else's footage 
maybe they patched it to like cover it up, but it it like in someone else's footage she said Skynet rather than Legion, and I was like, oh, maybe they realized they screwed up and weren't supposed to put that out <laughs> so soon. But yeah, it's in there, or it was. I don't know if it's still in there or not. I'll have to go back and check. But yeah, man, that blew my mind like straight up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to see this as well. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was really crazy. Like it. it I was like a dog, you know, and my ears just perked right up. I was like, what? Because, <laughs> again, it just legitimized everything that I was already told. And I was kind of like, I don't know if this is legitimate, but now I do. Here we are. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's really all I wanted to talk about. Um, if anybody's still listening, you know, uh, sorry if I spoiled anything for you. But, I mean, like I said, that's only kind of a mild spoiler. I don't, like I said, I'm sitting on a whole lot of other spoiler information about this movie that I'm not going to talk about on the show. But yeah, so hmm, crazy. Uh, what do you think, Cliff? <laughs> I'm gonna be excited, <laughs> regardless. Right on, <laughs> right on, right on. I hope everything. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, did you have anything you want to talk about games-wise? Well, so for those who don't know, Call of Duty Mobile is out. Um, you can right. play it on your phone. It's awesome. It is in first person. There aren't really that many maps, but there's a lot of modes that are available. So you can still do team deathmatch. You can do uh, domination. Uh, Battle Royale is in there, as well as uh, gun game. So a few games that you can play, nice. different ones. Level up, rank up, just like normal. So yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun to play. Pretty hard uh, to get the concept at first, but once you once yeah. you get it, it's it's pretty smooth running. <laughs> that's awesome man yeah yeah yeah. so that's definitely cool uh if that's something that you guys are interested in definitely check it out uh i gotta say real quick before we move on from games um cliff told me that uh, mario kart mobile is already available and i did not know that so i'm definitely gonna check that out as soon as we're done recording yeah <laughs> so and then what so, made it worse oh go ahead what makes it worse is that you played a game it's very much like mario kart it's a lot of fun to play but you're missing luigi and it's almost like Nintendo mm-hmm. was like, hey, fan favorites, who's your favorite character out there? And like everybody put everyone but Luigi. And so Luigi mm-hmm. just didn't make the final cut, which I'm kind of like, I hope he's like a special character you're going to add in the game later. Because we have three different princesses, which as a as a, a relic in the gaming, mm-hmm. gaming world, old school, yep. like I knew Peach and I knew of Daisy. I don't know who Rosalina is. I don't care. I don't want her. I want Luigi. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you, man. I get I'm Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. Luigi? I get, Come on, man. I get three different Koopas. I want Luigi. <laughs> Give me Luigi. <laughs> oh man. Like that's ridiculous. Damn yeah. Nintendo. Put Luigi in the game. Give me Luigi or give me death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Let's start that revolution right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's going to do it for games today. Again, we don't have a a whole lot, but uh, hopefully next week we will. We'll have more more in-depth coverage for you. Uh, All right, let's get into sort of, um, let's call this the big topic, but it's going to be a two-hander, all right? So, oh boy, this is going to be crazy. All right, so uh, we mentioned, we briefly mentioned uh, Zack Snyder when we were talking about the John Wick spinoff. So our boy, my boy, uh, the boss, the boss himself, Zack Snyder, keeps dropping bombs on us about his original version of Justice League. And this week he dropped probably the biggest bomb 
or I don't know, man. That it's hard to say because he's dropping so many bombs on us. Uh, he released storyboards for a scene, a scene that we've seen photos from, so we know he shot the scene, but we didn't know exactly what context the scene was in or how the scene plays out. But um, and I'll get into that later. I'll break that down. But to, if you guys didn't see it again, this blew up all over the internet as soon as he dropped this on us. Uh, he uh, Zack Snyder seems to post exclusively on Vero. So that's where he's dropping all this stuff. Um, in the storyboards, it was revealed that the Martian Manhunter was in his original cut of Justice League. And it, he, upon revealing this, he also confirmed a fan theory uh, that the character played by Harry Lennox in Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, General Swanwick, was indeed the Martian Manhunter. And... Uh... <laughs> Uh, Cliff, what do you what do you think about this? I'm uh, I'm thrown off because mm. uh, it's like everybody who's supposed to be in the Justice League is mm-hmm. is in there in the Zack Snyder cut, and yet mm-hmm. we were betrayed. And yep, as previously mentioned in other all the other episodes that we've talked about, we got fucking robbed. Yep, yep, you are correct. Ah, oh, this. It... <laughs> It hurts. It hurts to talk about because it's yeah exactly what you were saying. Because it's like it, you know people were like, well, where's Martian Manhunter? He's supposed to be in the Justice League. Well, he was. Uh, we just didn't get to see that movie. Um, <laughs> so to put this in context, let me let me break down for you the scene. Uh, the scene that I mentioned, like we've seen photos from it, and a version of this scene exists in the theatrical cut. But again, it 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 plays out completely different, and there is no again, there's no reveal. Of the Martian Manhunter. So, uh, in the theatrical cut of Justice League, there's a scene between Lois Lane and Martha Kent where they sort of talk about, you know, living in a world without Superman. Um, again, we saw photos, still images, from the version that Zack Snyder shot, and in his version, it takes place at the Kent farm. Um, and so, the, the scene, from what I could tell by these uh, storyboards that he dropped on us, the scene plays out. Uh, Lois and Martha have their talk and I'm speculating at this point I imagine it would be quote unquote Lois talking to Martha about how she feels guilty and she felt powerless to stop Superman from dying Um, and then Martha assures her that you know it wasn't her fault there was nothing that she could have done like Clark was going to do what Clark was going to do regardless you know because that's just the person that he is and so you know the reassurance that it wasn't her fault would put her at ease and then she would go to leave and it's at this point that lois would shapeshift into the martian manhunter and then shapeshift back into general swanwick revealing that lois was not talking to uh that martha was not talking to lois lane at all she was talking to martian manhunter uh general swanwick because if you remember he was in the the war room the bunker talking to the president during the doomsday fight and so the idea would be that he felt guilty over not being able to help Superman uh, and not doing, you know, what he could to prevent his death. And so obviously he goes to Martha Kent under the guise of Lois Lane. And then, you know, once she assures him, look, Clark was going to do what Clark was going to do, you know, no one could have stopped him. That's the the reassurance that like, okay, it wasn't my fault. And then he could, you know, he'd go do whatever he was going to end up doing in the movie. So... Yeah, man, I, I get, like, this makes so much sense, to me anyways, and it's like, I, I just, <laughs> Cliff, what what do you think about all this? Nope, I'm just, I'm floored. 
I mean, we talk about this so much that every time there's new information come out, I'm like, fucking WB. She just wrote this shit out. Mm-hmm. But nope. They're just like, yep. we're a bunch of cockbags. We lost faith. We became pussies. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's what we did. So. Yep. Yep. That's, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. This is what happens when you lose faith in the man who, you know, the man you hired to do a job and you, you told him, go do what you're going to do. And then you get cold feet and decide to cut up his movie and turn it over to someone else. And then that person then goes back and reshoots however much of the movie unnecessarily uh and then you end up with a movie that is a movie that should have been one of the greatest superhero movies of all time and now is completely forgettable and bland and generic um i was talking to swag about this after this information came out we sat there and talked about it and it's like Zack snyder was going to give us the movie we wanted the movie we deserved and warner brothers you know cliff and i we talk about this all the time it's like they lost faith you know, and now we, the fans, are the ones who are paying for it. So it, like, you know, as as joyous as I am, whenever Zach gives us these little pieces of information, it's almost immediately followed by like anger and resentment. That it's like, yeah, man, like we know you were gonna give us the movie we wanted, and it just sucks that it doesn't look, at least for now, like we're gonna get to see it. Um, Swag and I jokingly said. And Cliff, you'll get this reference. Uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, you know, we should just straight up pull a fanboys and head out to Zack Snyder's compound <laughs> and be, you know, like not even like break in, but just knock on the front door and be like, yo, can we see it? Can we see Justice League? <laughs> it's like, I guarantee you, I guarantee you Zack would just be like, yeah, come on in. Deb, we got two more. We're going to need more popcorn. <laughs> Hell yeah. One of so us I'm is going to pass man. off like, like we're having a disease, though, and then we're going to pass away. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm, like, so close to literally just being like, screw it, Cliff, uh, swag, get in the car. We're driving out to Snyder's place. Because <laughs> I guarantee you that's the only place we're going to see the movie. So, And I know he screens it. Like, did, Cliff, did, did we talk about it here on the show? Uh, Jason Momoa saw it. He went out to Zack Snyder's place. Zack showed him the Snyder cut. Oh, Jason man. Momoa made a whole post on Instagram about it. He was like, it's sick. And he was like, the way he was talking about it, I was like, dude, man, that's exact. I guarantee that's how we would all feel if we saw it. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, seriously, like, I'm, I'm this close to being like, screw it, Cliff. You, me, swag, we're going out. We're going out to Snyder's place. We're going to see that movie. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like it has to happen. Yep. Yeah, and uh, anybody out there listening who wants to come with us, drop us a line. <laughs> we'll we'll road trip out there. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, so yeah, that's the latest update on the the Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. All right, let's talk about some breaking news that broke, I believe, Friday night when we were supposed to record this episode, and um, you know uh, something came up at the last minute and we just couldn't do it. Uh, but I think it worked out in our favor because we got our first batch of set photos from uh, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. And boy, does this... Uh, Cliff, you've seen the photos, correct? I have seen the photos. All right. What it, What was your original impression of these photos? Because uh, I posted exactly what ran through my head. It's like, I have no idea who any of these characters are. Yeah, I was. I was like, you know what? I can't wait to be introduced to these guys. 
because I have no idea who I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt too. And the other thing I said was, uh, and I wanted to tell you this, but I just didn't get around to it. But here, tell me, tell me how this hits you. Um, we finally hit the point, Cliff. We finally hit the point in time where they're putting characters up on screen that even I don't know. <laughs> and that's saying something. Saying a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, I used to be that guy that everybody would go to, like, hey, who's this character? Who's that character? What's this team? And for the most part, I could tell you, but looking at these photos, I 100% had no idea who any of these characters were. Uh, did you, Cliff, did you have any idea who they might be? Did you have any, like, any speculation, any clue? Like, what, you know. Nope. I would have just made up names for them. <laughs> yeah, the only one that I threw a guess at was um, the character, like, we know now, the character that uh, Myling No is playing because she has the orange skin and the red hair and she's wearing a purple costume. I was like, that might be a Tamaranian? Uh... I don't think it's Starfire, because I doubt they would put Starfire in a Suicide Squad movie. Um, but yeah, that was the only one that I offered a guess uh, as to. The other one, there's a character in a blue and yellow suit, and the suit looks a lot like Booster Gold, but I was like, why would Booster Gold be in a Suicide Squad movie? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, so yeah, those were the only two like guesses I had. Uh, but luckily, my people came through for me, and... I mean, this was like after two days of like deep dive, uh, combing the archives, looking for these characters. And um, we came back with, uh, I think, what are the definitive um, characters that we're looking at here. So uh, the character that I mentioned in the blue and yellow suit, that's actually Flula Borg. Uh, <laughs> with, and I didn't even recognize him, cause, you know, because why would I? <laughs> he doesn't normally look like that. He doesn't have that hair. Um, so this character is apparently the character Javelin, and I think this checks out 100% because if you look at the comic book costume and the the costume he's wearing, it looks like 95% identical. And also in one of the other photos we saw, he is indeed carrying a Javelin. So there we go. I think that one's pretty much on the money. Uh, the other one that Myling No is playing is a character called Mongal, um, which is a character I'm not familiar with at all, although based on the name and her appearance... I think she has to be related to the Superman villain Mongol, Mongol, Mongal. Um, but again, I, I am not familiar with this character at all. But if you look at the two side by side, uh, the set photo and the comic book character, this is also about mm, 95% comic book accurate. So I think that one's pretty much on the money as well. Um, the other ones that we saw, um, uh, we do see Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. So that one is, you know, that one's pretty much, uh, you know, that's all you need to say about that. And the other two, we do see Pete Davidson as a character who I'm being told is a character from the comic books called Savant. And I've seen multiple images of this character, and he do it does seem to line up. He does seem to be wearing, like, a tactical vest with guns and a lot of ammunition. Although the comic book character uh, wears sort of a, a hockey mask. Uh, sort of looking mask and I understand why you wouldn't want to do that for the movie there's so many uh, hockey mask wearing characters already so it's like you know why uh, oversaturate the market there which I get it I get it um, but yeah even the blonde hair seems to match up which swag was like oh that yeah, they got lucky on that one <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah um, and the other one we 
uh, we do see Nathan Fillion, and he's this is the one that I'm not 100% sure on, and I've heard two different claims. Uh, the first one that I heard was that he's he's playing Arm Fall Off Boy, which I'm gonna be honest, that would be a James Gunn move to put that character in this movie. Although his costume and the costume that Nathan Fillion is wearing look nothing alike. Uh, the other one, which I think is more likely, is a character called Blackguard. And those two, they look more similar than uh, this character would look to Arm Fall Off Boy. In that they both wear uh, a green costume and a mask slash helmet that covers three quarters of their face. So yeah, for now I'm going to go with this being Blackguard. Although this is not 100%. Uh, but yeah, the other ones I believe are pretty accurate. Uh, Cliff, what do you think? Um, I'm a big fan of, uh, well, if it is Savant, I'm a big fan of Savant. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's probably the closest as far as like character looking that I mm-hmm. really, I, I like. Plus I'm a huge fan of Pete Davids. I know a lot of people oh, yeah. have a huge problem with Pete Davidson after like his whole skit that he did on, uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm not one of those and neither mm-hmm. was Crenshaw. The guy that he was making fun of. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I liked it. And at first, when I saw him, I was like, oh, look, it's a blonde Casey Jones. That's probably why he doesn't <laughs> wear the mask. And now I was going to yeah. call him, I was going to call him Gun Boy originally, but I'm glad that he has an actual <laughs> name because I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, like I said, I, I was looking at these characters. And like I said, when my people got back to me with who these characters more than likely are, I was like, yeah, I have no idea who these characters are. So, um, but I mean, this cast is made like, like you, I'm a fan of Pete Davidson as well. I, it's funny, right before we started recording, I was just watching his comedy special SMD. Um, but yeah, no, I'm a fan of his and, you know, we reported on, uh, when he was cast in the film, it's like, you know, that's, that's someone I never would have suspected to show up in a, in a comic book movie, but here we are. And, you know, it makes total sense that it would be in a James Gunn movie. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, um, yeah, um, but it's, it's also worth noting that these characters, uh, this initial batch of photos we got, we there's no, uh, we know um, Joel Kinnaman's Rick Flagg is going to be returning in the film, and he's nowhere to be seen in these photos. We know Harley Quinn is going to be in the film. She's she's not in any of these photos. Um, who else? Uh, there's a bunch of cast members that we know are supposed to be in this movie, and they are not featured in any of these photos. There is a photo that features Sean Gunn, uh, brother of James Gunn, uh, and he is uh, once again wearing a motion capture suit, so uh, your guess is as good as mine as to who he's playing in the movie. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who that could be, and we won't know until we see, you know, the first official footage from the film, so. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I said, we've gotten to the point where, and it's not even just this movie, but like I was saying, like, Marvel's gearing up to do that Eternals movie, and I have no idea who those characters are. So we've gotten to the point, Cliff. We've finally reached that point uh, in you and I's 20 plus years of uh, waiting for comic book movies and watching comic book movies. We finally reached the point where they're putting characters up on screen that you and I have never heard of before. <laughs> so right. that's wild. the world we live in. It is wild. It's very wild. <laughs> but what do you think, man? Do you, what do you think about the costume design here? Because I've, uh, I'm going to be honest. Some of it looks a little odd but i mean these are just set photos you know like we're not looking at them under the proper lighting we don't know what context any of this is uh but what what do you think what do you think so far i'm on board i i'm gonna write it out because remember originally we were all like the set photos had came out for titans 
and people were mm-hmm. just dogging the shit out of uh, Starfire. And mm-hmm. look, fast forward, we're all like, Starfire's the fucking shit. I fucking love yeah. her. And that's why I'm like, yeah. I'm on board right now. When the movie comes out, they'll be like, yeah, those set photos sucked and so did the movie. But for now, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're 100% right, yeah. That's a great example that you brought up because, yeah, I, I do remember that. I mean, everybody was talking so much trash about those set photos from Titans. But, yeah, man, I I, I feel like uh, anybody who's looking at these set photos like, oh, this is going to be trash, just keep that keep that in mind, man. Like, you never know what it's going to actually look like on screen. And then, again, like, you never know what these actors are bringing to the table. So, like, sure, maybe maybe it doesn't look great, but, like, these characters, the actors, like, they're going to they're gonna bring... A relatability to these characters like you know and and that's something we can't anticipate or even um uh, predict just based on set photos so yeah man i'm with you cliff i am with you 100 so yeah i can't wait i'm still super excited for this movie i mean it's a james gunn joint how can you not be excited about this uh, <laughs> it's the suicide squad a bunch of like super obscure that's the other one dave the small chin we know he's in the movie and we he's not in any of these photos so we'll see man i'm actually starting to cliff what do you what do you think the odds are that we'll see two different versions of the suicide squad in this movie um i would think it's high i would think it's high super high at that especially because yeah we haven't seen john cena either like that's true for his pictures so i'm curious maybe maybe it's like two teams are going at each other and like Mm-hmm. the winner of the squad will get like the next contract but we don't know <laughs> yeah maybe it could be because yeah, yeah 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 because it looks like this this team right here that are in these set photos it looks like this is like yeah yeah like i'm getting the vibe like this is a team that we'll see and then we'll see you know again it's the suicide squad if you know anything about that um you know not everybody makes it back from a mission so like this might be sort of the first team we're introduced to in the movie and then some of them most of them probably die and then they go you know they have to put together a new team and that's the team that we follow for the rest of the movie that would be my guess um but yeah i don't know i I definitely think we're going to see two iterations of the team in this movie so yeah uh but yeah if you guys haven't seen these set photos uh again check it out on the nerds of the roundtable facebook page uh let us know what you think uh do you think we're going to see more than one version of the suicide squad in this movie i think so um what do you think of the costume design what do you think uh, are you still excited are you excited to see jai courtney return as captain boomerang i sure as heck am <laughs> and i like his redesigned um suit in this movie just based on these set photos i like it not saying i didn't like his his get up from the first movie but i like this one as well yeah let's know what you think all right cliff let's get into uh let's get into our favorite segment of the show let's get into some tv time But today, I want to do something a little bit different. We are going to talk about Titans, uh, but because four of the uh, CW DC TV shows, uh, well, three of them returned, one of them had their debut, that being Batwoman. I want to talk uh, very briefly about these shows, uh, their season premieres and their series 
premiere. Um, Cliff, am I am I the only one here today that saw Batwoman, or did you check it out as well? No, you would have been the only one out of us two to right. watch Batwoman. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fine. That's fine. I anticipated that, but that's eh, all right. Um, I so I'm gonna go down the list just real quick and give my thoughts. Uh, since Batwoman was the first one. Uh, last Sunday. Uh, I'm going to talk about that because it was the pilot episode, the series premiere. Uh, I will. I just want to give my quick thoughts on the pilot. Uh, I'm going to preface this by saying because I did sort of talk about it with people and they thought I was trashing the pilot. I am not. I'm not saying the pilot was bad, okay? I'm not saying I hated it. I did not hate it. That being said, the pilot for Batwoman felt it was a little disappointing uh, because, and uh, specifically because it there was it didn't blow me away. It didn't blow me away the way the Arrow pilot did, or the Flash, or Supergirl, or Legends, or Black Lightning. Um, it it felt like everything they did on this pilot. It just felt like we had already seen it before. And what do I mean by that? Um, I'll give you some specific examples. So they use flashbacks as a narrative device on the show, just like Arrow did. Um, uh, they do that thing that Supergirl did in its pilot and their entire first season where they were like, Supergirl was like, uh, we're going to show you Superman, but we're not really going to show you Superman. They do the same thing on Batwoman with Batman. And it was just like, I've already seen this show. Like, why, why am I watching the same show over and over again? Um, so yeah, it, it, Batwoman just felt kind of... it. It had a been there, done that feel to it. Um, one of the other things I didn't like about it was I felt like they were doing that thing that I kind of give other movies and TV shows crap for, and I would be a hypocrite not to give this the same uh, blowback for, where they try to they try to pander to you by being like, hey, you love The Dark Knight, right? Hey, check this out. And they literally recreate imagery from the dark knight and it's like i see what you're doing and that doesn't work on me like the the confrontation between kate kane uh aka batwoman and alice in the in the pilot episode takes place in like a uh an under construction building just like the confrontation between batman and the joker in the dark knight and it even ends with a recreation of a moment from the dark knight where remember when joker drops rachel out of the window and batman has to dive out to to save her, yeah, same thing happens here. Uh, and and again, it was just like, yeah, I've already seen this. Like, you know, like you don't have to put that up there for me. Like, I was gonna watch the show regardless. You don't have to like pander to what came before. Um, <laughs> that being said, there was a lot that I liked about the show. Um, certain things that surprised me about the pilot. Um, uh, spoiler alert: she doesn't don the the actual Batwoman suit at all in the pilot. Yeah, when she does suit up, she just puts the bat suit on. Like, there's no red wig or the the red utility belt or any of that. She straight up just wears the bat suit, which I thought was an interesting choice because, like, even by the end of the pilot, she hasn't altered the suit at all. So I guess we're going to see the evolution of the suit into that, which I think is cool. That'll be fun. Um, I liked the actor who plays Luke Fox. Luke Fox, the son of Lucius Fox. I liked him a lot. He had a really, he had really great energy. Um, I'm still kind of iffy on Ruby Rose. Uh, and again, nothing against her personally or anything. Like I don't have any qualms like some of the stupid people did. I just, I've never been really super impressed by her acting ability. And this pilot didn't really show me anything otherwise. But who knows? She might grow into the role. And she might end up surprising me later down the road. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Again, I'm not bad mouthing anyone. I'm just giving my thoughts on. Um, yeah. I like. I really liked DeGray Scott as her father. Um, 
I was watching their scenes together, and it it like completely blew my mind just how much they look alike. They really do look like they could be father and daughter. It's crazy. Um, and I didn't even realize it until I was watching the pilot. So yeah, that blew my mind. Like you would not believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I did like the pilot. I liked it more than I didn't like it, but the stuff in there that I didn't like, it's like, I'm not just going to ignore that. Like, I'm going to tell you, like it, it felt like everything they did on the, on the pilot. It's like, I've seen it all before. So it, it just didn't blow me away the way I was expecting it to. Um, but again, like I said, that being said, I am still going to watch the show and, you know, we'll see where it goes from here. Um, Supergirl also premiered the same night, Supergirl season five. This was a really great episode. I really liked it. Uh, I, it's, it, it's crazy. I know. I, I enjoyed the Supergirl season premiere more than I enjoyed uh, Batwoman. But I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm already familiar with these characters and I was waiting for them to come back. And also, they did a lot of really interesting things here that I wasn't expecting, like the, the conflict between Supergirl and Lena Luthor. They did, I'm not going to spoil it, but they did some really interesting stuff with that. And um, we were introduced to some new characters and I liked them so far. And the relationship between Brainy and Nia, I'm really into. So yeah, uh, Supergirl gets a thumbs up for me. The Black Lightning season premiere was awesome. That's really all I'm going to say. Like Black, Black Lightning is the one show that never lets me down. <laughs> we're in season three right now. And I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Black Lightning that I didn't like. Uh, they're doing a lot of setup for what's supposed to be the central conflict this season. And I like it. I like what they're doing. Uh, yeah, keep it up. Black Lightning, thumbs up for me as well. Uh, the Flash also came back for its its sixth season, and they did a lot. I was afraid that after the way season five ended, they were kind of just going to breeze over everything that happened in the finale, but they didn't, so that's good. Like, It's still something that's haunting Barry and Iris, and it should be. You know, what happened at the end of season five, that would be something that would haunt anybody for a long, long time. So I'm glad that they didn't just sweep that under the rug. Um, yeah, I like Joe West as the new police captain. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, the new suit. The new suit was awesome. I like the explanation for it. Like, they actually gave us an explanation of why he has a new suit. Um, yeah, I like it. I like. I loved everything about this this episode. So I think this was a solid a solid week for DC TV on the CW. Um, again, I think Batwoman kind of stumbled, but I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Hopefully, it'll. Hopefully, it will find its footing. Um, but yeah, so that's those are just my quick thoughts on uh, the return of DC TV. All right, let's get into it, Cliff. Let's talk about this week's episode of Titans. What did you think of this episode? I thought this was a great explanation into what we could kind of expect going forward for Titans. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the opening sequence was amazing. I just have to say that. Mm-hmm. you know. And I then agree. I loved the character depth that we went into, especially with, mm-hmm. spoiler, because the episode's called Connor, with Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, great questions, and it kind of gave you big insights into who he was and what he was doing and why he was doing it. And we've learned a lot of good things. The thing that tripped me out was like the reveal of who he was because I like, Mm -hmm. I understood it, but then I, like, I I don't know. I was just thrown off by like the bigger picture of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I, I get that. Um, Let me ask you a question. Like what, how much did you know about Superboy prior to this episode? Not enough to make that assumption. I can, <laughs> I can put that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's why I asked because it's like, um, yeah, it's like clearly, 
clearly Cliff is someone who's coming, who's being introduced to this character. But like, you know, myself and Swag, like this is a character we know, you know, like inside and out. It's like, so it's like, yeah, man, like I, I, uh, I like that they can, they can do this character again for a whole new audience and have that, that revelation be like shocking. Because it is, like, it would be to the uninitiated. So, yeah, 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 that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. I felt um, like... I agree, I really like... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, I felt like this, that moment for me was probably equivalent to people finding out that Darth Vader was uh, mm-hmm. Luke's father. Like, that's what yep. it felt to me. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert for all you guys out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, 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 um, I totally agree, man, um... I also really enjoyed uh, this episode for uh, the same reasons that you talked about, even though it's like, you know, like I said, it's a character I was already familiar with, so I kind of knew all that stuff, but like, they, I like, they found a fresh angle to come at the character with, where, you know, they explained that he's essentially a child, and like, that's new, like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a version of Superboy where it's like, yeah, he, he's physically mature, but he's still mentally like a child, um, and honestly, that's something I really connected with um, in this adaptation. Like Joshua Orpin, the, the actor who plays Connor, aka Superboy, um, he did a really good job. Like I was really blown away by his performance in this episode. Like I, I really understood why they why they chose him. And also, like yeah, he has that look. Like he definitely looks like he could be, you know, a young Superman. So yeah, I I, I dig that. I. I really liked the relationship he had with um, the scientist, the lady who she's sort of the one who's responsible for his existence. I really liked that. And then, the, you know, the scene where she takes him to the laboratory and shows him all the, the failed versions of him. Like yeah. that scene, like it was shocking, but it was also like it was heartbreaking as well, like for him to realize, like, you know, there were others before him, um, but he was the only one that worked. Yeah, I mean, this episode. This episode was really, really good. Like, I really enjoyed this episode. Like, it hit all the right, it hit all the right moments, and all the moments worked really, really well. Especially, let's talk about the the fight scene that Connor had when he was at uh, Lionel Luther's place, because that was a dope action sequence. Yes, where, it was. Yeah, that was super awesome. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> but, and also seeing Crypto get in on it too, like where he straight up heat visioned one of the guns. Like that was awesome. That was a great scene. <laughs> I love crypto. <laughs> what What do you think, Cliff? What were your favorite What were your favorite bits from that that, that I'll, fight scene? I'll be honest. Um, spoiler for those who haven't seen it yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? We're, we'll give a vague. Uh, the The big catch, like that low key, was probably my favorite scene. Like the mm-hmm. fight scene was cool. I definitely rocked it. the The revelation that he understood that he's a person. And that uh, he has mm-hmm. conflicting emotions that he's going to have to learn to deal with was really cool. Yeah. And I appreciate that. But that scene right at the end, I was like, I legitimately jumped out of my chair and was like, oh, my yeah. God, that's how <laughs> Neo did it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, man. Um, yeah, this episode was was really cool. And also, uh, this is kind of good. Look, I'm I'm gonna spoil some stuff. So I kind of figured it would be Connor who saved Jason because I was like, there's no way after that cliffhanger last week that the next episode was the Superboy origin. Like, there's just no way that's a coincidence. I was right. like, he's gonna be the one to save Jason, and sure enough, he was. 
and uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, which makes sense. Like, who else? Who else would have saved him? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that would have been <laughs> shocking for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so I dug. I, I dug the ending too because it was like you know he. He saves Jason, and then, like, almost immediately, like, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see where, where next week's episode goes, because I imagine uh, Dick and the rest of the Titans are going to have a lot of questions for Connor, so. So, yeah, we'll see. which I have a Cliff... lot of questions as well. So I have to <laughs> yeah, wait. I'm sure you do. I could probably answer them for you, but I'm not going to. Not on air. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Cliff, what would you rate this episode? Scale of 1 to 10. Yeah, I'm going I'm to be honest. This was my 10 episode. Yep, I agree. 10 out of 10 for me. Yep. This was a great episode. Probably eh, probably my favorite of the season. Yeah, I'm going to say that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. 10 out of 10. All right. That's going to do it for our TV time this week. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's going to do, do it for us this week, Cliff, unless you had something else you wanted to say before we sign off. No, we've covered a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we have. Like I said, this was a crazy week. Uh, we had more news than I expected us to have, So, But, I mean, that's good for us to have content. But, yeah. So, yeah, all right, let's start wrapping this up. Cliff, uh, tell everybody where they can find you online. So you guys can find me on all your favorite social media networks, of course, as always, CM underscore Miller 85, Instagram, TikTok, Vero, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, it's all there. You guys can also catch me on Get the KO as well as right here with Nerds Around Table. And then you guys can also catch uh, me on Frankensteiner, well, how we put it, Franken Culture presents Frankensteiner, which presents the Raw NXT, <laughs> um, which is our two-part show now because there's so much wrestling content out there that you should be really checking it out. Um, yeah, and that's that's pretty much about it. <laughs> right on, right on. Everybody, make sure to throw clips and follows and some likes. The man deserves it. He's a busy boy. Busy boy. Um, and yeah, um. Remember to uh, follow Swag, Mr. Swagtastic, on YouTube. You can find him. Like I said, he's going to be dropping his, uh, uh, I guess we could call them his annual mixtapes. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Like I said, he's he's got great taste in music. So if that's something you're looking forward to, uh, or if you're looking for new music, check those out. Because he, he throws some pretty good stuff out there. Um, I'll probably link them uh, probably on my Twitter and my uh, uh, On The Nerds facebook page once he does drop them so but either way follow him on on youtube because he's always posting content there um and i have i am of course antonio padilla you can find me on let's see all right let's do this <laughs> you can find me on twitter vero tiktok and playstation 4 at tron pilgrim and um be sure to follow me on vero because i post content there that i do not post anywhere else just so you know um and you can follow me on instagram and snapchat at Tron Pilgrim 87 and of course follow Nerds of the Round Table on Facebook and you can always catch me right here on Nerds of the Round Table uh, on anchor.fm slash nerds that's going to do it for us this week everybody join us next time same nerd time same nerd channel good night folks